Hello and welcome to A Fistful of Truth. I am your host, Lara Essengill, and this is my podcast. You can find A Fistful of Truth on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and a bunch of other public platforms listed on the Anchor.fm portal. You can also find me on my new website, afistfuloftruth.com, features latest blog posts, latest podcasts, and the latest uh, recommendations on how to stay healthy and what I'm doing to survive this storm. Also there, you can see a list of shows and guests that have appeared on A Fistful of Truth. And yes, this is an uncontrolled podcast and an uncontrolled narrative. You can also find me on my blog, delaraessengill.blog.com. Lots of topics there, folks. Lots of articles. Make sure you check out last night's article that I posted. I think I posted it in the wee hours of the morning because I've been working around the clock. Barely enough time to even catch a breath these days, but it's all worth it because none of us are free until all of us are free. Last night's blog article has a great uh, featured documentary, I guess, of sorts. It's an older one. If you're not familiar with quantum physics, the quantum field, and how quantum information works, it's a great introduction in a documentary which many of you may have already seen called What the Bleep Do We Know Anyway? And again, I don't endorse or support anybody actually speaking or acting in this documentary. In fact, there's one person in there that, my God, but never shoot the messenger as the messenger message is good. definitely worth a watch because it explains how it is that we are experiencing all these people who have eyes but they cannot see. That is the title of last night's blog post at delaraessengill.blog. They have eyes but they cannot see. Make sure you check that out. And there's also another great documentary that I always mention that you really should watch. It's like basic understanding of how propaganda works hear Linwood talking about propaganda a lot and that's what the deep state has done they're all penned up over there and shill social propagandizing with themselves century of the self will explain to you how Edward Bernays was part of the CIA propaganda machine Freud's nephew and how that started infiltrating the minds of Americans from the early 1900s actually previous to even the 1900s but in the 1900s and how the Cosmafia took over the media, boob tube, television, and programmed the masses over decades and decades. Guys got to watch that. It's excellent. Century of the Self, but it's all located in the article at delaraessengill.blog called They Have Eyes, But They Cannot See. So definitely do check that out as well as other information that's listed there for your perusal. Easy to find. You don't have to listen to anything. You don't have to peruse through videos. You can just type any keyword into the search bar at delaraessengill.blog and you'll come up with so much information. You could spend days if you're new at this. And I don't encourage you to. I encourage you to spend a little bit of a time at a time digesting this stuff because there's a world out there and days are just going by. TikTok, six years at this so far, folks, when POTUS started running been doing this for six years. What a journey. If you do visit DelaraSNGill.blog, I please kindly ask you to enter your email address because if the light should go out, and guess what? Censorship is real. We're going to talk about that in a second. I am so censored on my blog, on my websites, everywhere. Everywhere. I have had social media taken down that I had active since, my God, 2009. I had my Twitter account active since 2009. I'm one of these real people, not these IMDB pay fags. 
and they took down my social media because I believe they are definitely both sides are trying to control the narrative. And I do want to thank everybody who's supporting this 100% listener supported podcast. That's right. It's you guys that I do this for. And it's you guys who support this podcast. Nobody's paying me to do this. No sponsors, no companies. I've been approached by a few people saying, do you need a sponsor? I said, absolutely not. That way it is pure, free, uncontrolled information. Nobody controls this, but God, and nobody controls what I say, but almighty father, God, and I'm not going to stop speaking the truth. No matter what. I want to thank those of you who recently joined the monthly membership. Um, thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. I'm humbled greatly. And from somebody who was used to being in a courtroom, from SUV to private practice to running a company, it's a humbling experience losing everything and having to start over. So believe me, when, when you guys support this podcast, it, I'm learning a lot. I'm just learning a lot, like emotionally, physically, spiritually. And I am extremely grateful. Love and gratitude, those two words are how I can express my gratitude to all of you who are supporting A Fistful of Truth. There's three ways to do it. One is to do it through the podcast um, monthly membership. The second way is through PayPal. And the third way is through Venmo. All three links are located in the podcast description. Don't be afraid to do it monthly because it's only 99 cents a month, five or 10. So you get to pick that amount. And thanks for those of you who are donating multiple times. I don't even know what to say, but thank you. I also want to address something today before we go into today or tonight's podcast. Sorry, it was a little late today. I had a very, very long day and I've been getting very little sleep. And uh, I barely have gotten to, I haven't even gotten to listen to, I'm going to address this issue real quick before I go into today, because I know a lot of you are waiting for tonight's episode. But um, there has been a lot of censorship. Uh, I have been censored a lot. I've been censored since I can remember. I've been censored since kindergarten. (laughs) Really, I have. We could go back and talk about all the censorship that's occurred in my life, but this is just becoming ridiculous. And uh, during my podcast on Monday Matters, a lot of you have taken the liberty to kindly let me know that my words were garbled and you guys could not hear what I was saying. So I haven't had a moment. I actually asked a few people on the Rumble channel uh, what it was that I was saying. And I just didn't want to burden people too much to have to go back and listen to what I was saying because they're not going to know. You guys couldn't hear it. I'm going to know what I was saying. So please bear with me. I will find some time to listen to uh, Monday Matters and remember what it was that I was trying to say. I think I have an idea, actually. But this has happened not just with uh, Maria on Monday. This has happened to me. You should have heard what it was like to record with Mike Fanning, retired LAPD Sergeant Mike Fanning, um, who's a very good friend of mine. Uh, We were trying to record two series. We actually, I recommend that you listen to them. And one of them is called... uh, The next revolution will not be televised. That's three episodes of that, I believe. And then the one before that is LA non-confidential. Start with LA non-confidential. There's seven in that series. And there was times where I had to hang up and start all over again because they were garbling my voice back then. Then I try to record a vlogcast with John D'Souza. And what do they do at the beginning? You can check that out. They garbled my voice and they were trying to get me to be quiet again. And you really should hear the very first one I tried to record with Paul Tashiro, who I got to see Paul recently, one of my very close friends. Paul is a um, retired LEO, and he does a show on the paranormal, because that's kind of where we've all ended up, is in Ephesians 612. 
and you should hear that first episode with Paul. So this has been going on. It's not new. And they've been trying to stop me from speaking and telling the truth. And part of it has to do with my work as an attorney uh, here in Hollywood, in Petowood. But it actually begins way before that, when um, I was uh, running from bullets at some point in my life when I was exposing um, pedophilia in the in the Catholic Church. So, or in the Catholic order, I should say, and the Catholic Church. But you know, this has been, um, this, this, this invisible enemy has infiltrated every aspect of our society. And this is nothing new to me, folks, but I do want to um, acknowledge everybody who came to the Telegram group and let me know that my different episodes of not just Monday Matters, but a lot of different episodes are being now, um, I'm being garbled. So uh, bear with me. I am going to go back and I am going to figure out what it was. And I'm going to post maybe like a little bonus episode because you guys are entitled to the truth. And I'm not going to let any garbling stop me. So having said all that, thank you for listening to this wonderful intro this evening. And today is... May 3rd, May 3rd, Tuesday, May 3rd. And guess what today is? Today's my new series, Secrets of the Celebrities. That's right. Secrets of the Celebrities. I was making a list of all the people I'd met and all the crap that they had shared with me. And you know, it was funny because a song came on called uh, Purple Rain. And uh, I remembered my conversation with Prince. I got to sit with Prince for about four hours one evening backstage at an event where it was just literally me and him and I didn't even realize I was talking to him because it was a very dark um, environment, (laughs) not dark in a bad way, the lighting. And it was a very compact environment and I'll go into that in a bit, but there's a lot of questions around what happened to Prince. So let's get into it. The artist known as Prince. A lot of questions about what happened to Prince the day that apparently he died in an elevator in his house, in his own house. Now we know that a lot of these celebrity so-called deaths are one of two things. Vatican assassins that had to take out their own. And we'll talk about that on a later episode, but if you have done the research and you've been paying attention to what I've been putting out there pre-Twitter purge. I was putting out some information about uh, Mr. Chris Cornell and some other celebrities that apparently, well, now that we know the the red scarf syndrome, those who knew too much. But one thing I want to emphasize is the ones who apparently have been what we're calling suicided are those who took the deal. A lot of those people are ones who actually took the deal. And what I say took the deal, it means no one forces you to fame and fortune. You seek it and you choose it yourself. And there comes a point at which the handlers in Hollywood, because it's the third arm of the CIA, if you haven't watched a thousand pieces, please go to my blog, DelaraEssengill.blog, and check out the documentary featuring one of my favorite people, John D'Souza about the takedown of their three-letter agencies, as JFK had said, I will splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces. And you can search that and find that and view that on my blog at delaraessengill.blog. 
And the third arm of the CIA is indeed Hollywood, the propaganda machine. You have to understand this and really grasp what I'm saying in order to understand the rest of this series. So please do your homework and check out that wonderful documentary featuring, in, uh, in fact, uh, Joseph Flynn talking about Michael Flynn and uh, Kathy O'Brien and some more patriots who, brave patriots who have stood up to this cabal and said, enough is enough. Now, a lot of people in Hollywood um, that are A-list celebrities, meaning, you know, the mega stars, and what we're finding out, a lot of them are inversions. I'm not going to go into that this evening. Most of those people took the deal. And some of those people aren't really human. Uh, some of them are, and some of them are not. So there's a mixture of everything going on. There's people that are actually talented, and that has a lot to do with the music industry. So a lot of people that are talented, that are musical, will come here, and then they will end up like an Eminem, or they will end up like uh, you know the Beatles, uh, Tavistock, and all that. So that can actually that can actually happen, or there's these created lab grown, uh, genetically modified humans that we're going to find out about in the, in the way future, because you see how slow it is. People, people still think that, uh, Michelle Obama is female, Michael Obama. I mean, think about how long it's going to take this public unless they die off first. Um, how long it's going to take this public to see what I'm saying. This is just for advanced people that are advanced in this knowledge. And um, if you are not familiar with all of this, I recommend you go back and read an article on the blog called Human, I believe it's called Baphomet Genetic Manipulation and Human Cloning, something like that. If you type those words in at DelaraEssingill.blog, it'll give you a basic understanding of how this works. And maybe I'll update that article. I should probably make a note and update that article because there's more developments that happen. You know, I mean, you write about something and two, three years later, you find out more information. So good place to start. So when it comes to the subject of Prince, I believe Prince was a real human being. I believe Prince was actually a very talented human being. And uh, personally, I got to uh, meet Prince. And <laughs> I was actually at an event. I got to attend a lot of events in Hollywood. I never got on the red carpet because I thought it was ritualistically terrible and awful. And I had a lot of inside information about what was going on here because people were coming to me and confessing and telling me things like, oh my God, I was at this woman's house and she had a dick. People were actually telling me this. Famous people were coming to me and telling me these things. And at the time, pre-POTUS, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was looking at these people like I looked at people when I was working in special victims going, what kind of drugs are you on, man? And so please understand that, you know, I do have compassion for people that are having a cog disc moment when I'm talking about this stuff, because I had a cog disc moment and my compassion goes out to those people that are not you that's listening, but everybody else out there that, you know, it's too painful to hear this stuff because it just doesn't make sense to them. But if you've seen what I've seen, heard what I've heard and know what I know at this point, you too would have zero doubt as to what's going on. And so part of this knowledge, um, you know, included what was going on with this cabal and this, what we're finding out about today. And um, part of 
my refusal to be a part of any of this was my knowledge of what was going on. And I was given this knowledge far before I arrived in Hollywood. And then it just grew. And I, you know, here we go down the rabbit hole we go. So I was at an event and, um, you know, like I said, I would always avoid being on the red carpet with these people. I would avoid these people. I would avoid being on any kind of TV commercial or TV shows or, you know, I got offered many times, but I just, <laughs> my God, that's the last thing in the world. The biggest uh, reward in life is peace of mind. And um, John Paul, Jean Paul Sartre said, hell is other people. And boy, was he right. So I believe um, I was at an event and I was sitting behind the stage and one of my friends was performing. And I believe it was either he had just won a Grammy or he was nominated for a Grammy. This is a friend of mine that's going to go unnamed for this podcast, who's a good guy, a good, a good person. And I was invited to this event. So I was sitting right behind my friend and there was a bench that sat four people in, in the, um, right behind in this little VIP section where I could see the crowd. So there was a crowd of like, I don't know, five, 10,000 people. And I was right behind my friend and it was dark. And I'm describing this so you guys understand why I didn't know who I was talking to. And to my left, to my right, uh, I had a friend of mine who was sitting there who worked in sound. He was a sound engineer, um, but he was actually just hanging out that night. And then I was sitting next to him. And to my left, as I faced the crowd behind the stage, uh, there was a guy sitting next to me the whole night. So like we're crunched in, smushed into this little bench. And then there was another person sitting next to him, a girl. And I believe she was a backup dancer. And so I'm talking to this person all night and we're having deep conversations and it's, it's loud, but I can hear him and he can hear me. And like, we're whispering in each other's ears. Like, I know it sounds gross, but I was like trying to stay away from anybody like spitting on me at this time. <laughs> and everybody's walking around. I don't drink uh, personally and I might have an alcoholic beverage once in a blue moon, but uh, the people were walking around with alcohol, offering us alcohol because it's backstage and you can drink whatever you want. And I never drink when I'm out, especially around these people. I wouldn't even have a sip of water, but I was refusing the alcohol and the guy sitting next to me that I was talking to said, I don't drink either. And he didn't drink any alcohol. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. Most people are drinking. This guy's not drinking, but he did keep offering me a joint, which I did not smoke with him because I don't take joints from anybody. Um, he kept, he kept trying to get me to go outside to smoke a joint. And I was like, no, no, that's not going to happen. And this is funny because I'll keep going. And he was telling me all sorts of stuff, like all sorts of interesting stuff about the universe. You know, we were having this deep conversation and we would, there would be moments of silence because we were tuning into the music and people would come up to either one of us and say hello and so forth. So the whole thing ends and I go back outside and it's the end of the night and I'm tired. I just want to go home. But I was having such a great conversation with this guy about like quantum physics. And um, we had some differing, we had some different differences. I remember he had a belief that the earth was flat. And I said, no, that's not it. The earth is round. And I'm sorry for anybody believing in a flat earth out there. I'm not going to try to cause any controversy here tonight. But um, I will go into on Spiritual Sunday, the um, the firmament. Because I have a really good, I got to find it. There's an, there's an explanation of what the firmament, firmament really means. And that the flat earth theory was actually put out there by, um, by some people that maybe um, is not necessarily the source we should be listening to. But let me find that and talk about that on one of these Sundays. I promise I will do it, but give me a, at least a month because I got to go through my storage unit to find those notes. So, you know, he, he had some differing theories and I respect that. That's fine. We still had a great conversation. That's the beauty of free speech 
tolerating each other's opinions and not getting mad and closing your ears when you hear something that you don't like, because that's called ego. That's called ego. And it's, uh, ego is a truth killer and love is a truth serum. So very loving conversation, great conversation all night. I go outside, I'm wrapping it up. I had my friend said, let me walk you to your car. And I said, that's no problem. My car's like right here. And he said, so how'd you like talking to Prince? And I'm like, what Prince? And I'm thinking like a Saudi Prince might've been there. I didn't see any guy in a headdress. And he's like, cause there's sometimes, you know, sheiks and all sorts of people would come to these things. You don't know who you're meeting or who you're seeing. And most of the time I'm tuned out to celebrities. Like, you know, I just, somebody has to be really obvious to me to uh, notice them. But I did notice this guy was really short and I'm not that tall. And this guy was like really short. And he, he just uh, seemed kind of different. And his hair was like kind of poofy. <laughs> my friend's like, Prince, you know, you were talking to Prince all night. And I'm like, that guy, <laughs> the artist Prince. So that was my story of how I met him and what I got to experience within a, a four hour. It was a four hour set. And so, you know, later when I heard what happened, um, I started going through the facts of the case a little bit just because it was interesting to me. It didn't make sense. You know, something an investigator has as an instinct, somebody who's worked in my field, and you can ask retired LEOs this question and they'll answer it the same way. There's an instinct that kicks in when you work in criminal law. And it's a, if you have it, a lot of a lot of us have it. And I think we're attracted and drawn to that field. It's a matter of discernment also, but there's an instinctual reaction that you tune into. It's a fine vibration. And it tells you if something is amiss and that's a good investigator will have that. And something was amiss. Something was amiss with this case. It was like something was amiss with the Chris Cornell case. Something is amiss with the, uh, the drummer who just passed away <laughs> of unnatural causes um, in the Foo Fighters. And we'll talk about that some other day. We'll talk about that some other day. A lot of these uh, human sacrifice situations going on in Hollywood. And, uh, you know, not all of them are because people aren't, are, are, um, are talking. It's not always because people found something out and they're going to say something. No, no, no. It's because part of the deal sometimes is to sacrifice somebody. And they actually turn people into assassins. Yeah, that's right. That's what they do. And this is just the beginning of the, the, the uh, tip of dirtiness and sickness that the um, cabal, the cabal infiltrated third arm of these spooks has um, yielded. So I'll try to list this in my Telegram channel, but there's a lot of rumors in Hollywood that um, certain celebrities uh, are maybe still alive. Now, I don't know who those are, and I have no, no information as far as, you know, who those may be or who those may not be. And I frankly don't want that information. But in the meantime, uh, I do believe that there are some people that may have been indeed smart enough to fake their death. Could Prince be one of these people? There's a BitChute video. I believe it's on BitChute. I'll try to post it in my Telegram channel, and you can locate that in the podcast description about the last uh, Instagram post, I believe, of Prince. And some of you may know this and some of you may not. Apparently, he left a certain number of blank white squares. So if you look at somebody's Instagram, <laughs> you know, all these Insta-patriots <laughs> trying to become famous. <laughs> They've got Instagrams now, folks. They, <laughs> I'll save this for the rant on Saturday. But 
if you look at somebody's Instagram, um, I'm not on Instagram, by the way, I've been banned from there too. been banned, 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 censored. It's a series of squares and pictures. It's all visual photographs. So apparently Prince's Instagram and the guy goes through it in the video has all these blank squares mixed in with actual pictures that he posted. So imagine if somebody's Instagram has, you know, like a 12 squares on the screen that you can see, and there's only four or five of them that actually have photographs and the rest are blank. And it was a very purposeful way and number in which he, he did this. So if you want to dig, go dig over there. Cause I don't have the time to dig. And there's other brilliant minds out there that may actually, you guys might um, come up with something. And at the end, he left a very interesting message and it said, just when you thought it was safe. I believe that's exactly what he said. Just when you thought it was safe. So these cryptic messages a few days before his death, and there was another message that he um, left apparently during a concert. He said something to his fans. These are all outlined and much better stated. Um, and they're not my personal experience. So I would recommend that you go to the, I'll try to find the video and post it on, on BitChute, or maybe somebody can post it in the Telegram group tomorrow. I'm sure there's people that are much better at finding these things than I am, but I did bookmark one of them. And there's much more to this than meets the eye. Uh, there was an article I read when he passed away that there was somebody who had delivered drugs recently to his house and they tried to make him look like he was a drug addict. And I don't know if they said he was an alcoholic. I don't think they did, but this guy didn't even drink. Like he was so concerned about his diet and his, na his natural diet and so forth. And I watched him that night and I got a good feeling of what kind of a person he was. So Having said all that, of course, you can never know anything. It's the music industry and all of this. Personally, I don't think uh, Prince is dead. That's what I think. I think he's maybe one of the smart ones who somehow scathed this cabal. And I, I hope that's the case. But in the meantime, even if that's the case, why would anybody want to resurface with all this crap going on? I mean, even we are tired of this show. Imagine how tired he must have been. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Secrets of the Celebrities. Another secret of the celebrities is the Soma Vedic, the S-O-M-A-V-E-D-I-C. You can check that out on my blog at DelaraEssengill.blog. It is a 5G protection device. Puts a bubble around your house, your environment, your work environment. There's even one that you can carry on your person. I just got mine and installed it finally. I had an older one. I got the new Vedic. And uh, drink a lot of water if you've got one of these things. You can use my code, which is listed in the podcast description to get 10% off. It'll save you quite a bit of money. Um, Delara, I believe it's Delara or Delara. Yeah, Delara, D-I-L-A-R-A. -A. It's in the podcast description. And you can learn all about that device that is in a lot of celebrity homes. They have a lot of things that they don't tell you about. And I have a list of them because I've kept track of what I've seen and learned over the years. And I'm going to be bringing it all to you on this Secrets of the Celebrities as well as health matters, because some of the stuff, yeah, it's good to talk about, like, you know, who might have faked their death and <laughs> who has a nub and who doesn't and all these other crazy things that go on in Petowood. But it's also good to focus on uh, 
what it is that they've been hiding from you. These so-called elite, whether they're athletes or politicians or whoever, anybody can be a celebrity in the limelight. All these people that became part of this cabal, they're, they're pretend elitism because they're not elite. You're, you're elite. As, as POTUS called us, we are the super elite. So why should not we not have access to what they have access to? And why shouldn't we know what they know? So whatever it is that I found out, I will be sharing with you and make sure make sure you check out um, the Soma Vedic for sure. It is a device that I highly recommend to have in your home. These are all things that I have in my home. And I will be talking about some other stuff and different types of products that these people take and, and what they use from, from makeup to literally uh, vitamins, minerals, and all sorts of supplements that, I mean, my God, it's just incredible. So thank you for tuning in today. And tomorrow is May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And tomorrow is A Fistful of Laughs here on A Fistful of Truth. And I have a very special guest. He's been on the show very briefly before because he's always so busy decoding. So make sure you tune in tomorrow evening and have a wonderful rest of your day or night, depending on where you are listening to this podcast. And I thank you for all of your support. Look forward to seeing the Telegram group. You guys are a bunch of smarties. And you guys are holding the line like no other. So thank you again. God bless you all. Where we go one, we go all.